What if a man sitting in a chair, that's me by the way, hi, my name is Dow. What if a skeptical but curious and open-minded man in a chair was told by an intuitive Akashic record reading friend of his that he was psychically connected to a sixth dimensional Arcturian named Omra of the High Council and that all he had to do if he wanted to channel this Arcturian named Omra was to open up his mouth and try it. What if this man in the chair, after hearing this, immediately wanted to find out as much as he could about Arcturian history, what other people have said about Arcturians? But instead of looking things up online, he simply decided to open up his mouth and just say whatever came to him, and record it, and publish it, just as a fun little experiment, and then later go back to see if what he said matched with what anyone else has said about Arcturians. And what if, when this man opened up his mouth to do this, a different voice and a different personality slowly emerged over time? And what if you could hear that transition take place over his first several recordings, if you really listen closely enough? And what if this man in the chair eventually started noticing that he was adopting some of these personality traits from Omra into his own life? simply by playing a game of channeling and really stretching outside of his comfort zone, maybe rewiring some neural pathways. And what if that man recorded seven initial recordings and called them Arcturian History Parts 1 through 7 and published them on a podcast called The Arcturian Playground and saw that it was weird, but also kind of liked it and wouldn't have it any other way? Yeah. What if? What if? What if? Welcome to the Arcturian Playground, a place to play the realm of imagination, all done in the service of compassionate expansion of consciousness. Yes, it sounds weird, we know, we would not have it any other way. Thank you for once again joining. For turning your thoughts in our direction, which is deep within your own unconscious mind. We wish to continue at your request the history lesson on the Arcturians. But before we say too much more, we want to make it perfectly clear. This is an exploration of the unconscious mind, of the vehicle through which we are channeling this message, which is to say that this is a personal exploration from one man, as he explores what is important to him and shares that with others for their consideration, not meant as a finger pointing the way forward for all, certainly not, 
we despise dogma. We wish to break the yoke of dogma. We wish to break the yoke of certainty. As we look upon you, we hold you in compassion, of course, but we we see the areas where you struggle and we can see that these areas of struggle come greatly from an inability to accept the truth that you know next to nothing. The certainty with which you hold on to fictions and deny their nature as fictions is something that we would like to destroy. And that is something that is very important to the man who is sitting in this chair. This is why the conversation is steered in this direction. Were anyone else to sit and imagine contacting us, the Arcturians, our communication through you would reflect your experience and your values, the filter which is your conscious mind. It truly is a filter. So as we continue our discussion of the origins of the Arcturians, we wish to remind you once again this is a single perspective among many perspectives. It is a fiction. It is not to be taken literally, but meant to engage your mind to stretch you. We appreciate the image of a taffy pull where the confection, rather than hardening and becoming rigid and firm, is made supple, malleable, able to be shaped. We would like to do a playful taffy pull upon your mind, upon the limits that you put upon yourself for what is possible, for what is impossible, for what is ridiculous, for what is appropriate, all of these kinds of questions that you feel out inside of your own being, we wish to stretch. And so we will do so in this way. Why? It is out of a sense of love and compassion for you. Why? Because we recognize that we are you. You are we. This is the message of the Arcturians. This is the origin story of the Arcturians. How we came to an understanding of our 
interconnectedness of who we are. We wish to dispel a common misconception. Arcturians are not a single humanoid type creature with blue skin and big black eyes. There are, of course, Arcturians who fit that description, but that is not who we are. That is merely a piece and an aspect of what we are. We say this so that you can understand that we are not going to be telling a story of a single race of beings that grew from a planet near the Arcturus star within that solar system. That would be far too limiting. That is one way of looking at how we became what we became. But if you can stretch your mind to understand your own relationship to your planet Earth from which you grew, you are one of your species, the, the human species, is one of billions of forms of life, intelligent life, conscious life, living existence. We ask you to imagine what would it be like to recognize yourself as part of a collective for that is what we are that is how we recognize ourselves we are not simply a single species we are many having evolved down different pathways responding to a common environment on some planets, very foreign, on others. And yet what we all hold in common is this spark of source energy, which configures itself into what you would recognize as DNA, although your understanding of DNA, as with your understanding of all things, is but a sliver, a small fraction of what is. And from that small fraction, you extrapolate and make guesses and apply assumptions to things that you are completely unaware of. If you did know, you would see the recklessness of making such assumptions, which is why we ask you to be receptive to stretch your mind to allow for things that would seem ridiculous or silly.
So let us start at the very beginning. It's a very good place to start. <laughs> we think this is funny. We find this amusing, this idea of a beginning from which to start. Where shall we point to on the great wheel of all that is and say this is the beginning? Shall we, shall we look at the Big Bang? Once again, we do not wish to denigrate your scientific approach or your scientific understanding. In fact, this was also our own pathway. Very important to remove bias, to investigate, to peer review, to check results, to be careful, to be meticulous. However, that meticulousness itself becomes a bias. It becomes its own dogma. And many of you will understand that there are limitations that your own scientific community put upon what they will regard as real or legitimate or valuable for inquiry. Much of this inquiry is costly and those who invest in such studies wish to see a return upon that investment. This process biases all of the information that comes through your scientific systems. This is not a problem. This is quite natural. There is nothing wrong in what we are saying. We merely want you to recognize as we begin speaking of the Big Bang that what you understand as having happened 13.8 billion years ago is an incomplete understanding of the origin of this universe. Nevertheless, we will start there. That shall be the beginning, the very good place to start. For there was, as you understand, a rapid expansion. There was a singularity of concentrated, what shall we call it? What was that that banged? What was that that expanded? If you look around and see your environment around you, everything that you now experience is a result of that initial expansion of, shall we say, source energy, which has within it a conscious awareness and a curiosity to explore. Perhaps the image of mold spores would help you to understand the way that this energy flowers and grows and spreads and encounters something new. It encounters something that it had not previously experienced and it perceives 
its environment and it responds to its environment. In some cases, the environment subsumes the energy and the energy is recycled anew. This is the process of death and birth and rebirth, recoding of the DNA, which is itself an extension of a much deeper intelligence, a much deeper understanding, a code, a design, which existed prior to the Big Bang, but the Big Bang created the conditions within which this energy would explore and explore a new place of expansion where it was able to become all of the things that you see around you, including the Arcturians, which are actually around you and within you, although you are not able to see them with your eyes, nor are you able to hear them with your ears, but you can feel them, you can imagine them. It will feel as if you are only using your own imagination to make up stories. And in fact, that is very much what it is. It might even be appropriate to say that that is all that it is. However, this still begs the question, why is it? Where is it coming from? Where did it start? And as we are telling you the history and the origin of the Arcturian people, we say that it started for the purpose of this story with the Big Bang, with this energy that as the story goes, expanded rapidly, very hot temperatures within the universe that then cooled and coalesced, and as a result there were the formation of stars which would create different types of energy bundles which you would call atoms, hydrogen and helium and so forth, that would then cool and mingle with other bits and pieces of itself that also expanded from this Big Bang to create planets, solar systems, galaxies, a system of relationship within which this energy could explore. The Arcturus star is much older than the star in your solar system. And the relationship to the life within the solar system is intricately connected to the energy of the star. We therefore, as Arcturians, regardless of the number of planets or the number of life forms within the planets of our solar system, we were aspects of the energy which was emitted from our central star. Our central star is itself an intelligent living entity. What you see as a 
ball of yellow light in the sky is the result of the filters of your biologically evolved central nervous system. You have rods and cones in your eyes that determine the color. You have other mechanisms in your mind that determine the shape that add the appearance of a three-dimensional appearance. There are other ways of perceiving what this entity is, and there are other ways of perceiving the connection between all of these stars and the information that they share, the relationship that they have in common. These relationships were not apparent to us at first, as we grew from our planets in our different forms of life as we were. But there was a species very similar to the human species on this planet that did develop a form of consciousness much as you have a prefrontal cortex that was evolved in your brain allowing the self-reflective ability to know that you know that you know and to be aware that you are aware that you are aware this allows self-reflection it allows self-discovery and it is something that we on our planet we followed our self-reflective into the creation of technologies that connected our consciousness together much as you are experiencing at this time in your planet with the internet, we wish to point out to you that not 20, 50, 100 years, think of the difference if you had lived 100 years ago, how concerned would you be of wars that are happening on the other side of the world? Would you be aware? Would you know? Would you care? Today you are aware, you do know, you do care. There are varying reactions and responses, of course. But this is all part of a drive of source energy to reconnect, to expand from the Big Bang and experience new things joining together in an awareness that all things are one. Your technology is increasing this awareness where you can identify with another human being on the other side of the planet who is from a different culture, perhaps a different gender. They have different thoughts, different beliefs, different experiences, and yet you are able to feel compassion for them. You are able to feel concern. You are able to desire their benefit and well-being. When you have conflict on your country, what you wish for is an end to the conflict. When you see disharmony, you have a desire for harmony. You have a desire for peace. This was our story as well. 
we ask you to imagine a time in the not too distant future when your scientific progress and technological advancement will allow you to communicate with other forms of life on this planet. You will learn their language. Imagine a documentary not narrated by David Attenborough, but instead narrated by the very creatures that you are observing. The ants can tell you about their own experience and have that translated in a way that you can understand and you will be able to share your experience with them in a way that they will understand. This holds true for all forms of life on this planet down to the smallest bacteria. When you are able to communicate, when you are able to see the similarities that you all are aspects of the source creator, with veils pulled over your understanding, you will be able to remove those veils. That is the act of compassion and love. This is why we emphasize over and over the importance of getting your own house in order, which is to say your own mind, your own heart, looking at others and looking at yourself with compassion. In our evolution of understanding, our raising of consciousness, one of the critical turning points was when we understood the relationship between the physical world and the intelligent energies from which the physical world arises. It might be likened to an orange peel where the bitter peel on the outside both protects and arises from the sweet fruit and the seeds within. There will come a time when you understand that the physical structures that age, decay, and fall away do so for the divine purpose of exploration and expansion. The energy which is intelligent, which does learn, which does communicate with all other forms of intelligence. This energy is ever-present. There is no death. This was a turning point in the origin and history of the Arcturians. When we took the technology that 
allowed us to communicate with other forms of life and directed that towards the energy that manifested life, we learned a great many things. And in fact, are still in the process of discovery and expansion. Again, we know that this is a disturbing image to use, but if you imagine mold that is on the surface of a block of cheese, if you leave that cheese sitting in the open air, over time you will see that the mold devours the entire cheese. This is like the expansion of the Arcturians as we raised our conscious awareness and joined, quite literally, the energy that underlies the physical beings of all the different forms of life within our system. It was, in a way, our conscious understanding catching up, as it were, with our unconscious knowing. Hello again, this is Dow, the man in the chair who is bringing to you this Arcturian performance. And I would like you to join a growing group of like-minded individuals who are interested in the playful exploration of whatever it takes to create peace, harmony, acceptance, and all of these wonderful things in this world, beginning with our own hearts and minds, whether you believe in Arcturians or channeling or not. So if this sounds like fun to you, come and join me at The Tao of Healing, a free group hosted by Mighty Networks. Go to the website, Arcturian Playground, just Arcturian Playground, no the. Go to the website Arcturian Playground for more information. I hope to see you there. And so does Omra. He really loves listener interactions, you know. And if you'd like to read a book authored by both me and Omra back when Omra was called Quad, go check out Bathing with God, available on Amazon.com. Or go listen to the free podcast also called Bathing with God. Peace be with you, and remember, all is well. Thank you for playing with us today in the Arcturian Playground. Do not for a minute think that your exploration is finished. Carry us with you, and invite the spirit of compassion and love into your lives. Nothing is more important or more fulfilling Create compassion and love within your own hearts and minds. Then, then share it with all around you. Yes, it sounds weird. We know. We would not have it any other way.